That audio was made by Stephen Katz, Stephen K-A-T-Z-Z. You can check him out on YouTube and on SoundCloud. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode from the Chobo Football Podcast. Uh, today, it won't be a weekend recap. Today, we'll do a transfer review, of, as we talked about last week. Um, I'm John Marco Chiang, and I am joined by Mark Kinyanji. Hi, Mark. Uh, hi guys, um, it's good to be back. Um, hope you've had a good week, um, and I've also had a good week as well. So um, I hope we we continue enjoying more of this. All right, um, it's been a peculiar start to the season, um, uh, especially for guys who are playing uh, FPL. Uh, they're really the decisions are difficult to make since the transfer window was still open. I think it's still open, but only changes from the championship to the Premier League and back. Uh, is that right? In like two days or something. So like, um, there was this situation where like for us with St. Etienne, there was this situation where Saliba was supposed to be sent back out on loan, but it didn't, didn't work. So there is talk of of being loaned out to a championship club so he can develop further, which might or might not happen according to David Onstein. But um, yeah, I think that window is still open and if I'm not wrong, it's supposed to shut in two or three days' time. Yeah, and um, we will just uh, uh, start with Arsenal, your beloved club, um, with the transfer window. Uh, What do you think about it? Um... Personally, for me, I'd, I'd give our window a 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying 7 out of 10 for the simple reason that um, there's, been, there's been problems here and there. Um, we know that all summer we were linked with two big players, that is Thomas Partey from Atletico Madrid and Jose Moa from Lyon. Um, there was a lot of complications uh, because, um, for instance, even though we managed to get uh, the deal for party over the line, uh, with that min- minutes uh, left of the European transfer window, um, you know, Atletico had been playing hardball a lot, you know, because they were insisting um, that they wanted us to pay the release clause up front. Otherwise, um, party was not going anywhere. Um, but before I get to that, um, I'm going to talk about our incomings and I'll rate them out of 10. I'm starting with William. Um, William was our first major summer signing on a free from Chelsea. Um, he's off having his best, um, statistically best season in England where he netted nine goals and gave, was it seven assists or something or, or I think it was seven to I don't know I, I don't remember that that well but yeah. he was eighth in the league for chances created um personally um that deal raised questions because he's 32 and he was offered a three-year contract um which makes um absolutely no sense because by the time he's hitting that five he might be done out here and we might find ourselves with another Ozil situation but um Fortunately enough, um, you know, he's off having his best season. 
Um, we can only hope for the best because we have a lot of youngsters coming through the likes of Chris Nelson, Bukayo Saka, who need this sort of experience, especially given his style is very similar to Chris Nelson. I think Nelson can learn a lot from him. Um, so that means for me, I'd, I'd give that signing maybe a 7 out of 10. Um, I'd have given it an 8, but because of the length of the contract, um, I'll give it a 7. Um, let's move on to Gabriel, um, the new um, left-footed centre-back signing from Lille. I know you guys were heavily interested in him. I remember you badly wanted him um, yeah. at the club, but and he apparently had his medicals at Everton, but I don't know why that, that move um, failed to materialise. But one thing led to another, and now he's an Arsenal player. Um, he's just off being voted the Arsenal man of the match for September. So that goes to show you how how quickly he's adapted to the English game. You know, he has all attributes that suit the English game. That is um, being tall, being powerful, being left-footed. He has that eye for a pass. Maybe the only thing you can say he lacks is that sort of pace. But I think, but I don't think it's a big issue for him because... Um, I think he's going to become a really good signing for us. He's, he's, the eventual partnership of him and Saliba is one to watch for the future, but he's, you know, he's adapted really well. Um, the summer was Alex Runason, who came in as a replacement for Emiliano Martinez. Um, of late, um, Martinez and Leno have, you know, it's the, the debate between Martinez and Leno polarized opinion among the fan base because you know, after Leno got injured against Brighton last season, Martinez came in, did his job, um, showed how good he was. And people were making a claim that he'd be the undisputed number one, me and me included. Um, but, um, you know, both of them wanted to be first choice. And, you know, it was impossible to keep both of the club because they have separate ambitions. And, you know, Martinez's money would have been used to you know, fund our Thomas Pache move. So Runason came in for him. We are yet to see him playing, but, you know, the goalkeeping coach in Nyaki Kanya um, actually recommended um, him to Ateta and Edu uh, because he actually worked with him in some Swedish club before, like, two, three years ago. So um, I think that's a relatively good signing for a backup keeper. Then um, there was the, the deal for... Cedric and Pablo Mari, who joined um, permanently. Mari's um, made permanent 10 million pounds from Flamengo. I, I know he's only played thrice, which, is, which has polarized opinions among the fans, but, you know, it was made permanent, Cedric as well, um, from Southampton. But those are deals from last year. Then Ceballos was brought back on loan. We know what he can do. And um, Thomas Pate, which I think is the signing of the summer for us because we needed a player who can provide ball carrying ability, um, energy, and um, the ability to end some steal because we, we lack that. And he's instantly our best central midfielder, in my opinion, since the departure of Aaron Fancy. But um, the negatives are that, you know, we were unable to flash out the deadwood. Um, it was, you know, Ozil has... Ozil has... 8 million loyalty bonus that we have to pay. Um, by not playing him at all, we are saving ourselves upwards of 100,000 a week. So um, it seems like he's going to run down his contract eventually. Um, Socrates, um, you know, was unable to be released and he's apparently not 
uh, been registered in the squad for the Europa League, and I don't think he'll play at all. Um, and uh, yeah, um, I'm going to give our window a seven out of ten. Uh, okay, I would give your window an eight out of ten. Um, yeah. I think what would really help is the fact that um, Emil Smithrow. I, I know you really like him. Uh, he, yeah, he came yeah, back yeah, from yeah. he came back from loan, and also something which yeah. is very crucial is the Aubameyang uh, contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I I think that will really help, and also like the the, the few funds from Genduzi's loan, which is one million. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually four million in total. It's actually four million in total. Oh yeah, um, I I think this was a good window. You really tried to um, plug the holes which you needed yeah. to, and you didn't overload on certain positions which didn't really need any work in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, let's move on to Aston Villa. Um, mm-hmm. The major incoming transfers included Oli Watkins for 30 million. Mm-hmm. He scored yeah. 26 goals and got three assists in the championship last season. They got yeah. Ross Barkley on loan. They got Bertrand yeah. Traore for 18 million. They got Emiliano yeah. Martinez for 17.4 million euros. They got yeah. Matty Cash for 15.75 million euros. And they managed yeah. to get Jack Grealish on a new contract. Yes, yeah. so I would rate it a nine out of ten for them, since like they're just building a good squad for not so much money. Yeah, and by the way, um, I've okay. I know this is becoming a narrative, but I've spoken about how um, you know, we are no pushover this season. Um, we've already seen what these new signings have done so far this season. They're second in the league. Um, is it second or first? I think it's first in the league. Um, if I'm not wrong. Uh, because, you know, they, they just beat the champions of England by seven points to which already shows you they ha- already have a, a significant goal difference. Let's not mm. forget they even beat, um, they, they kept a clean sheet. They kept two clean sheets against Fulham and um, I think it was, which team did they play where they, they beat them 1-0 in the, in, the, in, the, in the opening match where Martinez saved a penalty on his debut? Um, I can't quite remember. Uh, yeah, but uh-huh. but you see, they already have a plus nine goal difference, which goes to show you um, the impact these signings have made. Um, Matikash has been impressive throughout. He's bombing forward. He's tracking back uh, whenever possible. Um, he's showing everyone why he was voted um, the championship right back of the season. Um, you know, Olya Watkins, you know, um, He's already proving that he can feel um, he can he can be the solution to the problem that has you know um, disturbed them for so long. Um, given the fact that they've had to try and buy new strikers, it hasn't worked. They bought Wesley, it didn't work. They bought Mbona Samaja, it didn't work. Um, now they just signed the top the championship top scorer, and you know already he's showing what he can do. He just needed a hat trick against Liverpool. Um, Emiliano Martinez, you know, you already know my feelings about him. I think he's a quality goalkeeper. Um, Via over the last five seasons, over the last five seasons, have had to sign eight goalkeepers, and he's the eighth one on the list. Um, let's hope that he's the one that you know is finally the the the, the long term goalkeeper for the medium term and long term. 
um they signed Ross Barkley which was a stunning move because it wasn't even being circulated on the media we just slept one night and the next morning he's holding a villa shirt yeah. um and he's already showing what he can do uh, Bertrand Traore um yes he's a good signing um but over the last two seasons at Lyon he's not been really impressive like he was in his debut season but you know he's 25 he he, he still has a lot to offer and hopefully it was just like a fluke so um i'd give vias um you know a window uh, a 9 out of 10 uh, because i believe they have a squad that you know if they back their ideas up well can even qualify for europe if i'm not wrong yes yeah definitely um the only thing which could hold them back is the manager and probably another injury to magin that would really hamper them yeah 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 uh yeah, of okay. course of course of course yeah uh, let's move um, on to aside so re- um on a scale of 1 to 10 yeah on a scale of on a scale of 1 to 10 what would you give the window uh it's a 9 out of 10 definitely a 9 out of 10 yeah yeah i think if they got a top quality center back then it would be a 10 out of 10 yeah 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 Uh okay let's move on to a side I've enjoyed to watch this season well apart from their game against us it's uh Brighton uh yes. the signing includes some guys most guys I've haven't heard of this guy called Jakub Moda who is a 21 yeah, yeah, yeah. year old Polish center mid from Lech Poznan for 11 yeah. million but he was loaned back alongside another Polish player but he's a yeah. left back M- Mikal Kabong Kabonik with 19 and from Legia Warsaw for 5.5 million and he was loaned back. Mm-hmm. They got a 21-year-old mm-hmm. Swiss called Andy Zekiri who is a striker I think. Uh they got Van Heck who is a 20-year-old mm-hmm. Dutch center back from NEC Breda for 2 million. Mm-hmm. They managed to yeah. sign Veltman yeah. who is a 28-year-old Dutch center back from Ajax for a million which I don't really understand how. Yeah. Uh they yeah. got Lalana on a free transfer and uh Ben White came back from his loan at Leeds which I think will feel yeah. like a new signing. Yeah. Um personally I'd give um their window uh I think I'd give them a 6 to a 7 out of 10. I don't know if there's a 6 or 6. Okay, let me actually let me give them a 7 out of 10 because how they managed to pull some of those deals is incredible. Joel Veltman is an established Netherlands international and he signed for less than a million pounds which baffled me personally uh, because I think he's a really reliable defender and he's not even starting yet. Yeah. Um Ben White was one of was key to you know um leads and promotion last season um he was key to that um i think he's going to be a really a really good thing for them um we've already seen what he can do um they're really ex- using that right hand side to their maximum he um this guy named um Tarek Lamti who's been a revelation this season and you know they 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 are linking up well you you can tell that right side hand side of the defense is well sorted um the signing of lalana lalana yes he had his injury issues at at liverpool but he's an established international and on his day 
um, we can see what he can do. Um, I think he has a lot of wealth of experience to offer them. Um, I, I personally I still don't understand why they let go of Aaron Moy personally because I I I, I think he's 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 a he's a tidy player. I think um, they'll miss him personally. Um, yeah, but but you know. I think they have what it takes to stay up. And I think if they back the idea as well, um, if luck is on their side, um, I'm a really big fan of how Graham Potter plays his football. So if luck is on their side, um, I think they can, you know, a mid-table finish 10th, 11th, 12th wouldn't be a bad season for them. Yeah, definitely. So I'd give them a 7 out of 10, yeah. Uh, for me, I would give them a 6 out of 10. Uh, I think if... Yeah. The like the new signings were brought into the side and they got used to it. Then I would give them a seven or an eight out of ten. But just the fact that they yeah. get, that they sent them back on loan, um, I don't think they'll have very many options. Like if if Solimach gets gets injured, it's only Bernardo who is who is his backup. Who I don't really trust at yeah. all. Um, yeah. And also in midfield, it's, yeah, 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 it's it's Alzate. Then Bisuma, then from there it's just Lalana getting injured. Pascal Gross doesn't really deputize well in center midfield yeah. in a midfield four. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, I I think there's still like a few gaps, but next season they'll be perfectly okay. So I give them a six out of ten. Yeah, that, which is all saying, um, you know, that lack of depth and that lack of quality depth and the fact that you know, um, some of their midfielders are in the throne, like Lalana here. Um, mm. Letting Aaron Moy move to China made no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, and also for his his own career. Um, let's let's move on to a side whose management doesn't necessarily make sense. Uh, Burnley. Yeah. The, yeah. the the major in in Cummings were Dale Stevens from Brighton yeah. for 1.1 million euros and Will yeah. Norris with the third choice at Wolves and here yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we'll just have to to address the outgoings uh, Jeff Hendrick for free to Newcastle yeah. Ben Gibson yeah. on loan to Norwich and Joe Hart mm-hmm. for free to Spurs I'll give them a two mm-hmm. out of ten. Especially yeah. considering the fact, like I can literally name the the number of players, uh, the players who their contract won't won't end at the end of this coming season. It's Dale Stevens, Ashley Barnes, Ben Mee, Tarkowski, Westwood, Chris Wood, Nick Pope, Will Norris, Dwight McNeil, mm-hmm. Brown Hill, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Peacock Farrell. Mm-hmm. Three of them are goalkeepers. The rest of them, their their <laughs> contract is running down, as well as the manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, me personally, I'd give them a one out of ten. I'd give them a one out of ten because um, letting Hendrik live on a free, I think, was a bad mistake. Um, um, Ben Gibson, you know, he really wasn't being used at all. I think he was a one-season wonder with Middlesbrough, so I don't think that's significant. But at the same time, I still feel that um, he should have been given his chance because. At the moment, Takoski and me are injured, so they are having to rely on some, some, some inexperienced Irish guy and some other guy. I don't remember his name. Who's been, you know, he's been 
you know, traveling from one bench to another in the championship. So um, you can tell they are, they are lacking a lot in key areas. They don't have the depth to compete. And that's why we had them favorites for relegation last season. So um, this season, sorry. And, you know, you know they look void of ideas. Um, uh, Sean Daish, um has looks like he's already, you know, made his mind clear that he doesn't want to commit to the project because he's taken them as far as he can. So um, I don't think it's a good time to be a Burnley fan, in all honesty. And I'll give them a one out of ten. Yeah, definitely. Um, but now we will move on from a team with the worst transfer window to the team with the best transfer window in Chelsea. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, able yeah. to sign Kai Havertz. I, I usually call him King Kai. Uh, I don't know where mm-hmm. I got it from, but I just calling that. Uh, mm-hmm. th- they got Timo Werner for fifty-three million. Oh, uh, Havertz was mm-hmm. for eighty million. Uh, Chilwell mm-hmm. was for fifty million euros. Hakim Ziyech mm-hmm. was for forty million euros. Edward mm-hmm. Mendy was for 44 million euros. Malangsa mm-hmm. was, was for free. And Thiago Silva was for free. And also mm-hmm. they managed to get Morata out. Uh, yeah. They got 56 million from Atleti, who in turn will get 50 million from Juve at some point. Then yeah. uh, Pasalic, 15 million to Atalanta. And I would give that transfer, that transfer in that 10 out of 10. Yeah, personally, I think I'll also give them a 10 out of 10 because um, I think they, all areas they needed to address, they've addressed. They needed a left-back, they've addressed that. Um, they are, their centre-backs were unreliable. Um, so the, the signing of, of um, Malangsa and Thiago Silva made sense. But at the same time, Thiago Silva, for me, I'd give it an 8 out of, a 7 out of 10 because... Um, Given his age, um, given his age, um, I don't think he's he's the one for the future. Um, I think he's there to provide some sort of experience, and I don't think he has the legs to play over that six games. Given his his age and the fact that even um at PSG um they had to restructure so that they could help cover for his aging body by using um, McQueenos as a halfback when in possession. Um, you know. So I think I think um he's gone from being a player who played in a four before to being a player that can only play in a three. Um, you know he had a shocking debut on against West Brom, but it's because he was played on the being played on the left side of 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 the back four rather than the right side where he's used to. Um, so it was always going to be a struggle. Um, personally for me. Um, I understand why they let Sago on a free, but I personally I'd have kept him. I don't think it was it was the right decision because he already has enough experience in his belt. He already has um over a hundred games in Ligan under his belt. He's played at the under twenty one European Championships for France, and he was voted um one of the top ten best emerging centre backs. Uh, by um, some website, um, recently some famous website, I can't really remember its name. Um, this website that, that values the most valuable players in the world, that one. Um, uh, is it Transfermarkt? No, no, not Transfermarkt. There's another one. There's another one I don't remember, but he was named top 10 center backs, young center backs on planet Earth right now. So mm-hmm. um, personally, I'd have kept him and try... Um, pair him with 
their best defender at the moment, Kazuma, because they are francophone. So I think, and he he's the left-footed option, and he can also play left back as well. Um, you know, he provides some versatility, a good squad player slash, um, an exciting um starting defender for the future. So I I don't think it made sense. Um, so that decision to loan him out, I'd give it a two out of ten. Um, Kai Havertz, I think he's a good signing. Um, he was being quoted by every, anyone and everyone. Um, you know, it took some convincing to bring him to Stamford Bridge, um, yeah. including the fact that they were able to pay um, Timo Werner's release clause um, to bring a fellow German international to, to Chelsea to help them settle together. Um, Edward Mendy already is. You know, they needed a goalkeeper because Kepa will, has statistically been one of the worst goalkeepers in the league since he arrived. Um, and yeah, Timo Van, I think, is a good left-wing slash centre-forward option depending on how Lampard wants to play, you know. So um, I'd give them a 10 out of 10. Yeah, And the fact that, you know, they're loaning out players to make more cash like they usually do um, yeah. is... Also, another. It's also a move that I that I like a lot because you earn revenue for the club, and you know you are you are helping the club um become a self-sustaining team. You know, yeah. So I'd give them a ten out of ten. Yeah, and um, moving on to the side which they beat four uh, 0 I think it was in the in their most recent yeah. match, uh, Crystal Palace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the, in, the major incomings in, in, included uh, Eze for 17.8 yeah. million euros from QPR. They managed yeah. to get Bachuai on loan from Chelsea and they got a right yeah. back for free called Nathan Ferguson from West Brom. And their major outgoing was Soloth for 20 million euros to Albi Leipzig, which I don't understand. And it's the reason why I gave them a 4 out of 10. Um, okay, personally, um, I can understand why Soloth was let go. Um, you know, when he was signed um, during his first season at Palace, um, he didn't really live up to expectations. He was very out of his depth, so they had to loan him out. Um, he, he had a good season in Turkey, um, but, you know, maybe Hogson should have given him a second chance because... Um, if you see Julian Nagelsmann um, bringing him as a replacement for Vanna, he must have seen something in him. So um, I don't know why, um, you know, he'd be deemed not good enough for Palace, but good enough for a Champions League team like Leipzig. I don't know if you're getting what I'm trying to say. As in, it doesn't make sense, you know. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, Michi Bachue, I don't think he's a significant signing. I think he's an impact sub because... Um, clearly, Hogson doesn't want to make that move permanent. Um, mm. I think they they just signed him as a backup option because um, clearly he isn't even getting game time because Hogson is favoring some sort of like four four two uh, with yeah. Zaha in a newly found um, centre forward role alongside Jordan Ayew. Um, but I think Esberichi is actually a really good signing. I think um, he was one of the championship's best players. Uh, last week we spoke about how far he's come from. Um, I think if he settles well, he's going to be a really good signing for them. So that one, I'll give them an 8 out of 10. Uh, but overall, personally, for for the simple reason that they were they let Solot leave, I think I'll agree with you on that one. I'm going to give them a 4 out of 10, especially given 
Um, they can't let Solos leave and they are still having the likes of Benteke on their books. It doesn't make sense at all. And even Wickham, he's still a, a, a Crystal Palace player. Ah, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, Wickham has, has scored only one goal in like four Premier League seasons. How? Exactly. I mean, it doesn't make sense. And you are a whole striker and you can't find the back of the net even once. In, uh, it, it doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. okay, so uh, let's move on to my club, Everton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We managed to sign Hamis for free. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we got Alan for 25 million from Napoli. We got yeah. Ben Godfrey for, for 27.5 million euros from Norwich. Yeah. Abdullah yeah. Dukure for 22.1 million euros from Watford. We got yeah. uh, Nils Nkunku for 250,000 uh, euros from Marseille. And we managed to get. Yeah. Olsen on loan from Roma, and the move which didn't make sense is uh, yeah. Moiskin moving to to PSG on a loan, and yeah. another one which didn't make sense. No, one which gave me relief was Sandro moving mm-hmm. on a free to Huesca. So I would give yeah, yeah. the window a nine out of ten. Yeah, personally, I'll, I'll agree with you. I think I'd give you guys a nine out of ten. Um. You know, I think you've addressed every um, place that you needed to address. Um, we know that Leighton Baines retired, so you needed a back, a good backup option for Dean. Um, in Kunku, I think, um, if given time, is going to be a really good um, signing. I think you're sorted on that front. Um, you brought in Ben Godfrey, who um, is a good. Um, I think he's. He's a young version of um, Kalum Chambers, in my opinion, because um, he's versatile. He can play DM as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think they, they had a, a good season last season, but they surprisingly had good individual players. He's one of the first names on the England and the 21 team sheet. Um, you know, let's give him time and see what he can do. But I think... Um, I think he can give the likes of Kane, Mina, and and your other centre backs a good run for their money. Um, so I think personally that was a good signing. I'll give it an eight out of ten. Um, I'll give Kunku a nine out of ten because that was a complete steal. Um, Alan James and Dukore. That's a that's a really good midfield. In my opinion, it's a very good midfield. Um, there is a lot of balance there. Um, Dukore can be the ball carrier, the box to box player. Um, who um, during his time at Watford was constantly being praised by pundits and saying that he should be playing for a Champions League caliber team. Um, Alan um, has been a, a good servant at Napoli. Um, you know, he's already showing what he can do. Ames as well on a free, on an apparent free. I don't understand how, but on an apparent free um, is a really good signing considering Six years ago, he was being signed for 80 million pounds. And I'm sure six years ago, you wouldn't have dreamt of a signing like this. So, and um, Sandro is just this FM legend who every time I play against Everton, (laughs) manages to score against us. But I don't know why in real life it didn't work. Um, Moiskin didn't really have a good first season at the club. Um, Mm. 
I don't know why why you are you are letting him leave and at the same time if if DCL gets injured you'll only have Josh Sims as a as a backup and he's relatively inexperienced you know he has not of late experience whatsoever so I think that's a risk but you know we'll see what he can do at PSG and you manage to let um Theo Walcott move back on loan to Boyhood Club Southampton so um I'd have given you a 10 out of 10 but because of some shocking decisions like the departure of Moiskin I'll give you a 9 out of 10. Yeah, actually my, my my reason for giving us a 9 out of 10 is that um yeah. we haven't really gotten someone who is better than than Pickford. Um yeah, true 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 true. Like uh Robin Olsen he'll make better decisions but he won't make some of the stops that Pickford makes to be honest because there's some saves you watch Pickford doing and you wonder why he can't do this on a consistent basis. Yeah. You know the uh, problem with Pickford sana sana is is his concentration. So yeah. the, the guy can just can just switch off and then he'll concede goals comically. Um but I think I think to be fair to be fair um Robin uh, this Olson guy I know I know he you know he was a significant downgrade um when he joined Roma to replace um Alison who left to join Liverpool yeah. uh, but you know they must have seen something in him to bring him as, as someone to to keep um Pickford on his toes and it, is Jonathan Lossil still on your books yeah he's he's there but i don't know if his form just tailed off like he's, he's not trying anymore because i remember when he was at Huddersfield, he was an incredible goalkeeper. Yeah, yes. yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah, but in my opinion, um, I think this is why you shouldn't be signing goalkeepers on the back of just camera saves because I remember even Pickford when he was at Sunderland, he was yeah. incredible. I know they got relegated, but you know because um they're going to be on the back foot a lot. Of course, you're going to make incredible saves. Um, that doesn't mean you are a good goalkeeper, and that's why I always tell you. Um, I don't treat people on the back of camera saves alone. Um, that's why personally, um, if I was being asked, I wouldn't sign someone like Jano Black because you don't know what he'd do if he joined a team that plays expansively. Mm. Um, okay, and here is a weird fact about Ben Godfrey. Actually, I listened to it on a podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I think three seasons ago, he went out on loan to a uh, League One side, I think. and he was playing mm-hmm. at right at right midfielder he can also play at right back he, he can play at defensive midfielder and at yeah, center that's what i'm telling you that's what i'm telling you he's he's a young version of kalum chambers in my opinion yeah i think um everton will will have a really great season um but on the other end of the scale we have fulham fulham yeah, 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 yeah. who cannot buy a defense but they have tried they've they've signed Wakim Anderson um mm-hmm. from Lyon on a loan for yeah. one million. they got Ariola yeah. on loan from PSG which really shocked me they loaned yeah. Mario Lemina from Southampton for 2.2 million euros they bought Harrison yeah. from Southampton for 6.5 million they mm-hmm. managed to get uh, Ola Aina for 2.5 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. 
they loaned Ademola Lukman from Leipzig for two million, and they managed to get another former Everton boy with Anthony Robinson for two point one million from Wigan. And I would rate mm-hmm. their window as a six out of ten. I think they mm-hmm. have really tried to to cover their blind spots, um, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's quite enough. Um, I'd give their window a uh, um a four out of ten. You know why? Um, yeah. you know personally, um, you know they they got Harrison Reed, um, but you can't really call him a new signing because he was he was there last season. He helped promote them, so he's already there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they they managed to bring Lemina. Lemina, I think he's. Is a good signing. Lemina alongside um, Harrison Reed, I think is it's it's on on paper alone. On paper alone is I think it's actually a a midfield that can keep them up if they back the ideas properly. Um, they signed Ariola. Ariola has come under a lot of criticism from PSG fans. Apparently, they don't like him because he's a prone. But I think personally, I still think he's too good to be. Battling relegation. Um, I think yeah. he's very good. Um, on his feet. Um, with the ball at his feet, he's very comfortable. He's a good super keeper. Um, of course, he'll make a lot of saves this season because they're going to be on the back foot a lot. Um, they've brought Lukeman, uh, who can provide um, you know, a width well. Uh, but you know, Lukeman hasn't really ever really lived up to expectations wherever he's been. Um, I think there's a reason you guys let him go. Um, he was unable. Um, Nagesman clearly didn't didn't fancy him. Yeah. Um, Ola Aina is a good um right back. Um, I, personally, I, I I like him. I like Ola Aina, this Nigerian boy personally. Um, but um, you know, I I I I, I think they they still needed centre backs. I, I I think they still needed defenders because. Um, yes, Michael Hector is a half decent player, but I don't think he's the answer. I think he's a good championship player, but they lack some they lack good defenders. Um and you know that's going to take them back down to the championship eventually. So uh, because they were unable to address that and the fact that their director of football, who happens to be the son of, of the owner, was saying that you know they'll have to rely on centre backs who come back um from from who recover from COVID, um, they were unable to bring um, good defenders. Um, I, I, I think they're, 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 they're still going to struggle. So in as much as they've beefed up, up their midfield, they've beefed up their attack, I still think they need, at the back, they, they still have questions that need answering. And, um, you know, this Ariola guy, I, I don't think he's the good um, goalkeeper for a team that is going to be constantly on the back foot. Um, mm. Because, you know, like I said before, PSG, have, PSG fans have been criticizing him because of his error-proneness, especially when it comes to um, shot-stopping. Um, there is no doubt about his ability on the ball, but shot-stopping has always been an issue for him. So, um, personally, I'll give the window a 5 out of 10. Yeah, um, and of course, when they're led by a man who is 26, but he looks like he's 40, it, it doesn't look Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Mitrovic, yeah. he looks so old. Like, mm, true. he's already gained weight. He's, he's not as fast. Well, I, I mean, like, he was big at Newcastle, 
but at yeah. least he had a certain bit of pace. Uh, yeah. I, d- I have no idea what happened to him. I have no idea how he, he scored so many goals in the championship last season. And I yeah. doubt he'll really do it in the Premier League. Um, for, and for some weird reason, people have him on, on their fantasies. I know he's already scored twice this season. But, you know, Mitrovic, you know, is usually a very emotional player. I don't know if you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, he's usually a very emotional player. And I think um, sometimes when you're playing football, um, you need a lot of emotional control, you know. You need emotional control, which I think he lacks. And I think in as much as he, he is one of their strengths in the fact that he's a, he can score goals, I think he's also one of their weaknesses because... You know, and Scott Parker, we know how he wants to play. He wants to play an entertaining, attractive brand of football, but it's not going to work. We saw it with Norwich last season. In the Premier League, um, there are some risks you can't take, you know. Um, you know, they've had uh, a mixture of good um, incomings and, you know, bad outgoings. I don't understand that. That's why I'm giving them a, a 5 out of 10 because they were not really good, but they were not really bad either in the transfer window. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So, yeah, that's yeah. why I'm giving them a five. Yeah, and um, we can move on to a side which went up with them. Uh, Leeds United, I think they had a really good window. Yeah. They managed to bring in Rodrigo, who I highly rate, for 30 million from Valencia. Mm-hmm. They brought in Diego Llorente mm-hmm. from Sociedad for 20 million. They brought in Rafinha, who is yeah. a 23-year-old Brazilian winger yeah. from Rennes, for 18.58 million euros. Yeah. They brought in Helga yeah. Costa from Wolves, 17.7 million. Uh, Robin, yeah. which it, yeah. it's it's Robin Cock for 13 million from Freiburg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Melier yeah. from Lorient yeah. for 6.5 million, and they brought in Jack Harrison yeah. on loan yeah. from Man City. I would, re- I would rate their transfer window as an 8 out of 10 since they didn't suffer from any huge losses from players. Yeah, um, personally, I'd give them a, a 7 out of 10. I'd give them a 7 out of 10. I'd have given them an 8, but one reason it's going back to a 7 is because um, I don't think um, Cork, uh, you know, it's going to take time for him to adapt um, mm. to how Bielsa wants to play his football. Um, like I said, Ben White was very integral um, to how they played last season and how they got promoted last season. So those are really big boots that he's having to fill. Um, they made Masaya's deal, I think it was permanent. Sorry, was it permanent or not? I think it was made permanent. Masaya, the goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's a current French under 21 international. Um, I think he's a goalkeeper with a bright future, but you know, because he's still very young for a goalkeeper, so I think I still think he needs someone to, you know, someone experienced. Um, someone experienced because with goalkeepers, you want experience, you want experience a lot. Um, so, um, in as much as I rate Masaya highly, I still think they need another keeper. Um, Helder Costa, I think, was a smart move, making him permanent for £17.5 million. Uh, Rodrigo Moreno, um, personally, 
yes, he's a good player, but yes. I wouldn't have paid 31 million pounds for his services. I think it was still too much, considering uh, the fact that even at Valencia, he didn't score a lot of goals. In, I think, 135 games, he only netted 35 times, which I think is a bad return for a centre-forward. Um, but I'd have paid something like 20 to 25 for him because I, I, th- I think he's a good, he's a good um, player. He, he can link play well. Uh, he anticipates situations well. Um, he plays well with his back to the goal. But um, I, I still think that he, I think it was 31 to 35. I still think that he was, was yeah. too much considering his sorry goal return. Um, yeah, making Jack Harrison permanent with a view of, um, I mean, making, bringing him on another loan with a view of making him permanent, I think is also a smart move. So, um, for that, I, I think I'd give them a, let me actually give them a, a six out of 10 because, um, you know, Bielsa is having to work with what he has. Um, if he's given better players, um, I still feel um, he can take that team to the next level. But most of these players, to me personally, are, are still not the answer. I think they are half-decent to good players, but not, you know, um, they're not at the level where you can yeah. say that they can. They can help Leeds actually qualify for Europe, if you get what I'm saying. So I'd give them a 6 out of 10. Yeah, uh, but it it uh, it kind of makes sense since uh, Leeds they're well known to have overspent when they they in, in the championship. They yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they used to pay high wages. They pay uh, exorbitant transfer fees, and I think yeah. that right now they're just um, they're they're trying to be more cautious in the transfer window well well apart yeah. from the Rodrigo move. But I think for Rodrigo yeah. it's a player who Bielsa really wanted a a player who could bring in Jack Harrison, Rafinha, Helder Costa in, into play. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he really fits the system. And um next we will move to Leicester City. They didn't mm-hmm. really have an active window. They managed to buy uh Saliba's centre-back partner, Wesley Fofana, from yeah, yeah, yeah. for 35 yeah. million euros. They brought yeah. in Timothy Castagna from Atalanta for 24 million euros. And they yeah. brought in Unda on loan from Roma. And I mm-hmm. I think it's, it's either an option or they have to buy. I'm not really sure. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Then the, the, the major outgoings were Ben Chilwell for 50 million to Chelsea, obviously, and um, Adrian yeah. Silva on a free to Sampdoria, which I even forgot yeah. Leicester player. Um, yes, um, the, those incomings, personally, I think are really good incomings. Uh, Timothy Castagna, um, um, I think he's a really good uh, player to to you know to 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 fill um Ricardo Pereira's boots we know that Pereira is um was ruled out with an ACL injury which is an injury that kept people out for six to nine to eleven months yeah. um yeah but already he's he's adapted well to life especially from an attacking point of view he already has a goal and two assists if I'm not wrong 
Um, Andra, Andra personally shocked me personally because I remember two years ago we were constantly being linked with a move for Andra. Um, yeah. He was one of the most promising um, wingers in Europe. Um, when I play football manager, he's always um, moving to Barcelona and winning Ballon d'Ors and, and you know, play of the year awards. So um, I think he's a really, really, really good signing. Uh, Wesley Fofana, um, um, I think he's a good um, long-term partner for Kagla Soyunku, uh, assuming he's in Seoul and he's the long-term replacement for Johnny Evans, um, who Johnny Evans has constantly been reliable for Leicester and he's personally been one of the most underrated Premier League players um, over the last two or three, four seasons. But um, um, he's aging and you need to replace him, you know, slowly by slowly. So I think Fofana is a good signing. Um, they are outgoing to you. Could you kindly repeat the outgoing again? Um, ben Chilwell to Chelsea for 50 million, then Adrian Silva oh, yeah. on a free to Sampdoria. Then there's also um, a loan to Besiktas. Um, I think um, the business that they've been making in terms of outgoings over the last two years has been a complete um, steal, you know. Uh, because yeah. they managed to get 85 million for Maguire, you know. So, <laughs> you know, that's a lot of money that they got. And you've seen how Maguire can be unreliable, especially if he doesn't have um, a reliable DM in front of him like Ndindi. Um, personally, I think selling Chilwell to Chelsea for 50 million pounds, I think, was uh, was good business for them because um, Chilwell um, is far from being a finished article. I think 50 million was too much for him. I think yeah. he's a 30 million pounds player at best. Mm. I, he might get to to 50 eventually, but you can't tell me that he's a better player than someone like a Kierantieni. And Kierantieni, we signed him for literally half the price, and he's already miles better than than Ben Chilwell. So, um, the outgoings in terms of the money that they are earning um, mm. over the last two seasons has been really good business. So. Uh, personally, I'd give Leicester's window a 9 out of 10. Um, I would give them a 7 out of 10 because I don't entirely trust uh, Kelechi Nacho yeah. to deputize. And, and uh, also uh, Chengiz Unda, I don't think his output is really good enough. Um, okay, like he'll dribble past a few players, but will he really get goals and assists? I haven't really seen that in his game necessarily. Um, but you know, he's still young. He's still young. He can get better. Um, there is a reason only two years ago, almost all big guns in Europe were, were, were chasing after his signature, you know. Um, yeah. You know, I, I still think he needs time because, you know, we've seen how Brendan Rodgers um, can tend to get the best out of the players that you know, he inherits or he gets, you know. Um, two to three seasons ago, we were thinking that this guy named Jamie Vardy was finished at the top level because he wasn't scoring enough goals, he was aging, he was, you know, um, they were playing pragmatically under, um, under Cloud Well. And yeah. since Rogers has taken over, you've already seen what he can do. He literally won the Golden Boot. Um, Yes, his end product needs work, but maybe sometimes it's a case of like, um, just give him time. Um, we've already seen what 
um, DCL can do, you know. Um, before Ancelotti came in, um, I'd personally, admittedly, I'd also even started writing DCL off because um, he's forming front of goal and his decision making was appalling. So I think there's some things that just need time. And personally, for me, getting under on loan initially, um, yeah. because signing someone on loan before you you sign him, um, it's it's other words for saying that you want to experiment. So it's risk free, you know. So I think he's it's a good signing for them. That's why I'm giving them a nine out of ten. Um, yes, Kelechi Henacho, if they signed a good replacement for Vardy, it would have been a 10 out of 10. But I don't think that was a priority for them uh, because Vardy, I still feel, um, will net at least 20 goals this season on the league alone. So um, I don't think it's bad business. But at the same time, um, we'll revisit the situation in January because they're in the Europa League and there is that fatigue that comes with the Europa League. So um, we'll wait and see what they'll do in January. But at, uh, Personally, I'd give them a nine out of ten. Yeah. Um, let's let's move on to the Premier League champions, uh, mm-hmm. Liverpool. Uh, another team which does really good business. To be honest, they brought in Thiago yeah. from Bayern for twenty-two million uh, combined, yeah. like the five million uh, per year thing. Uh, yeah. They brought in Diogo Jota from Wolves for yeah. forty-five yeah. million euros. And Simikas yeah. for 13 million from Olympiacos. And on yeah. the outs, they managed to get a lot of money for another one of the, the youth products, uh, Riam Brewster, for yeah. 26 million. They managed to yeah. sell Lovren, uh, Lalana yeah. left on a free, and yeah. over left for 3.6 million towards. Um... Personally, I think Simikas is a good backup option for Robertson. Um, Liverpool had everything in them, um, ex- except the fact they did have a good backup for Robertson. For so long, they were relying on James Milner as a backup option, but James Milner is now that five, um, and he's not a natural left back. I know he's athletic. I know he's, his longevity has been unbelievable, but at the same time, it's the risky being a big club like Liverpool and you only have one left back. So I think yeah. he's a really good signing. Um, Thiago Alcantara was, um, was a complete steal at 9 million pounds. Um, you know, um, he, was sec- he was third among all central midfielders in Europe um, for most progressive passes and most dribbles completed. Um, I gave that start alongside Thomas Partey and Matteo Kovacic. So he's a really good signing. I can't believe they signed him for just £29 million. Pounds. Um, and he's going to give them a different dynamic. Um, Liverpool had started being predictable because they'd restructured their system in such a way since Coutinho left that mm. the creative impetus was on the full-backs and yeah. you know, the wingers stacking inside. But right now, he gives them a different option, a, a good plan B, let's just say that, for lack of better words. Um, Diogo Jota, um, £45 million pounds for Benfoma, um, I, I From a Wolves perspective, is good business. Yeah. Uh, from, from a Liverpool perspective, um, yes, he's, he's a good backup option for the front three, and he can play anywhere across the front three. Um, and I think it's exa- an exaggeration when people call him world-class. I think he's elite, but not world-class. 
But with five million pounds for a bench warmer, um, I think is, I think it's too much. But I don't think it's a bad deal, you know. So um, I'm going to give them a nine out of ten for the simple reason they have a good plan B in midfield. Um, they have a good backup option for Simi for Robertson, and um, Jota is a is a good player to give that front three pressure and keep them on their toes because they lack some sort of like um. You know, the the one thing I've liked about Liverpool is that they've managed to keep their players fit. Even though they don't have a depth as strong as City, they've managed yeah. to keep their players fit. But right now, you never know what could happen. Um, so the addition of depth, I don't think, is bad. Um, so I'm going to give them a nine out of ten. Um, you might make a case for they don't have a reliable backup right back, but I think Nico Williams. Can follow in Trent Alexander-Arnold's footsteps um, because Arnold himself came from the academy, and you know right now he's he's arguably one of the best attacking fullbacks in the world. You know, so yeah. I'll give them a nine out of ten. Um, I would give them an eight out of ten. Uh, let's also not forget that Harry Wilson came back. I think he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. He'll he'll be a better option than Shakiri based on recent form. I. I think Shakiri he doesn't feel like playing for the club anymore. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. He might be frustrated with mm-hmm. game time. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I have given him an eight out of ten. Since I, since they're still paying his wages, um, Origi is their backup number nine option, which I yeah I wouldn't trust if if Bobby gets a longish term injury, uh, but. Mm-hmm. They have really signed well, and they've found value in the market apart from Diogo Jota. I I think that was a smart signing, but uh, slightly too much. Yeah, it's too much. And speaking of good signings that were too much, uh, let's Mm -hmm. talk about Man City and their defense was. uh, Yes, they signed Ruben Dias from Benfica for sixty-eight million euros. They signed mm-hmm. Nathan Ake from Bournemouth for 45.3 million euros. Ferran mm-hmm. Torres from Valencia for 23 million euros. And this mm-hmm. guy called Pablo Moreno from Juve for 10 million euros. They managed to get rid of Sane to Bayern for 45 million. Uh, Otamini yeah. to Benfica for 15 million. And yeah. Angelino, I, he's going on loan back to RB Leipzig, but there'll be an option to buy. So um, yeah. I'll give them a six out of ten because, like, their signings are good, but the overpayment just triggers. Yeah, me. the overpayment. True, 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 true. Um, I think Diaz um at sixty-eight million pounds personally, I still think is likely too much. Uh, but he's a really good signing because they've never really gotten to replace um Vincent Company's leadership. I know you can't buy. Leadership. I know you can't buy it through money, but I think Diaz is a natural and born leader, and he's vice captain of Portugal after Ronaldo for a reason. Yeah. Um, and I think if they blend well with Laporte and they keep Laporte fit, I think um, that's a really good um, partnership for the medium and long term. Um, I'll give that signing a 7 out of 10 because the overpayment was too much, but the player himself, I'll, I'd give a 9 out of 10. Uh, an 8 out of 10 because we've not seen what he can really do, a, a get a stop, draw a position. 
Um, yeah. Because he's been at Benfica for so long, he's not played in a top five league before. Um, Scott Carson, uh, personally, yes, he's a good backup option to to Ederson, uh, but you know they literally let Claudio Bravo live on a free and Claudio yeah. and Scott Carson. Um, is a player that has gotten relegated um, with the likes of West Brom before in 2010. Um, he he got released by Liverpool. Um, I know he's a four-cup England, um, you know, he's a four-cup England international, but he's past his best at 38. And that means if Ederson got injured or he, you know, or he got sent off for like two, three games, we'd re- literally have to see Scott Carson being the, the <laughs> keeper between the sticks. It, it doesn't make sense, you know? It doesn't make sense. Um, and I know they're trying to fill the non-homegrown, the, the English quarter, so there wasn't really a lot of option left. And, you know, you have to make room for an extra non-quality non-homegrown player. So I'd see why they let go of Bravo on a free. Um, that signing, personally, um, I'd, I'd give it a, a four out of ten. Uh, because I personally don't trust Carson, uh, but he's a good backup option. From a backup perspective, I'll give it a six out of ten. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Yes, Nathan Ake for forty-five million pounds for a guy who literally was part of a defense that considered nearly one hundred and eighty goals in the last three Premier League seasons is no, 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 no. You know, people speak about how he has pace. Yes, he has pace, um, but. He's not really been convincing. He's not a commanding center back, Bana. Mm. Um, you know, um, I, 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 I think paying for five million for a backup option was too much. I'm not saying he's a he's a bad squad player. He's a good squad player, but for five million pounds for a bench warmer, nah. I'm going to give that signing a four out of ten. Um, fair. Ferran Torres, I think I'm going to give that signing a ten out of ten because that yeah. was a coup. At 23 million pounds, um, because for a player of his quality, um, I personally I feel it should have been a, at least like 35 million pounds or something for a promising winker like that. Um, I think he's too good to be to be as cheap as 23 million pounds. So that's a 10 out of 10. Um, this um Pablo, what's his name, Pablo? Pablo. This, uh, no, Pablo. Yeah, Pablo Moreno. Um. What position does he play in? Personally, uh, I don't think I've, I've watched him play personally. I, I won't lie. I've not seen him play. So uh, okay. that's why I'm not going to make judgment. Uh, so he's he's from from the Juve under under 19s. He's a striker. Yeah, no wonder. And uh-huh. that's all that I know about him. He's, he's, he's 19, he's a striker, and he's from Juve. That's all that I know. Yeah, so... Um, you know, he might turn out to be a good signing, a good cool like Martinelli, and at the same time, he might turn out not to be as good. So I, I can't give judgment on that one because he's a youth player. So um, overall, I'm going to give their window a seven out of ten. Um, I think these are good signings, but you know, a mixture of overpayment and mm. and averageness in people like Carson. Um, I think I'm going to give them a seven out of ten. Yeah, especially since they let a left back go and they left with Benjamin Mendy and Zinchenko. Yeah, 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 and Zinchenko. 
Um, let's move on to a side which, to be honest, I don't think they really planned their squad. Um, mm-hmm. Manchester United, uh, they managed yeah. to get Donny van der Beek for 39 million euros from Ajax. They mm-hmm. got this 18-year-old called Ahmad Diallo for an initial 21 million euros from Atalanta. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. got Alex Telch for 15 million from Porto. Uh, Pelestri mm-hmm. for 8.5 mm-hmm. million from mm-hmm. Peñarol. And mm-hmm. Edinson Cavani for free. And they let uh, Smalling go to, Ron- to Roma for 15 million. And Alexis mm-hmm. Sanchez on a free to Inter alongside the loans of uh, Andreas Pereira, Diogo Dalo, and Tai Chong. I'll give the window a 5 out of 10. That's only because yeah. they managed to get a left back. Um, personally, I'm going to give them... Let me give them... Let me not be too harsh on them. I, I was about to give them a 4, but I'll give them a 6 because... Yeah, they've signed a good left back. They've signed Donny van der Beek, who is one of the most converted central midfielders in Europe. Yes, those are good signings to, you know, to to finally bring an end to that Williams and Show crisis and injury proneness and bad averageness. Um, van der Beek to compete with the likes of Pogba and Bruno. Those are good signings. Those ones, personally, I'm going to give them a nine out of ten. But now this is where the fours come in. Giving Cavani a lot of wages for someone who's probably not even going to be playing a lot. Um, someone who's released by PSG and he's old and he misses sitters. Yes, I know he's a quality signings, but he's already showing signs of being past his best. This signing reminds me a lot of the Falcao deal where they already had good strikers in Van Persie and Rooney, but they are still bringing Falcao, who turned out to be a massive disappointment. That signing, yes, I know uh, their front three need experience and stuff, but, you know, that front three literally scored more goals that last season than Liverpool's front three. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think they needed another striker because Greenwood is a centre-forward already. Martial can play there. What they should have brought in was a right winger like Sancho. I think Cavani was bad business, personally. I'm going to give that... that rating at 3 out of 10. Um, Igalo, you already know my feelings about him. He's another loan signing. I don't think he's... I, th- I don't think I'm going to even read that one. Um, Facundo... Is it Facundo Pelistri or something? Yeah, Facundo Pelistri. Um, I'm going to give Facundo... Pelistri, I'm also not going to rate him because I've not seen a lot of three. Um... Th- that, I think that's a youth signing. I'm not going to rate him a lot. Um, but moving on to Diallo. Diallo for £21 million pounds for a guy who's not even never completed a whole game of football. For £21 million, I think it's too much. I think that's a risk. Um, I know, I know, I know they are, they, they'll make a case for like um, how they signed Fabio Silva, an F- FM legend, for £40 million pounds for someone untested. Um, that those are the vibes this dialogue guy is giving me, you know. Um, yeah, but you know, in general, it doesn't look that like they had a plan for the summer. I don't think they planned on what they were going to do. I think they are guessing. Um, they are just putting pegs and holes together and try to hope something out of nothing is going to happen. So, um. I'm going to give United's window a five out of ten. Yeah, so I, I, I was just basically saying that um, 
Man United, like, they, they love troubles with the manager, with how he, he arranges the, the squad. But mm-hmm. they'll just win, like, let's say, five to ten matches in a row, and they'll find a way to finish fourth or fifth, which is really frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 and they'll keep stagnating. That's the sad thing about it. So I'm going to give them a five out of ten. What would you give them? Uh, just the same, a five out of ten. And ah, that's, yes, yes, yes. That's only because of the left back situation. Uh, yeah, true, 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 true. Let's move on to a side which I didn't expect them. I I didn't expect them to spend money this season, but they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Newcastle. They got Callum Wilson for 22.25 million euros from Bournemouth. Jamal mm-hmm. Lewis for a shocking 16.5 million euros from Norwich. They got mm-hmm. Ryan Fraser and Jeff Hendrick for free. And they mm-hmm. let go of Jack Colback and on a free to Nottingham Forest and Lejeune mm-hmm. on a loan to Alaves. I'll give the transfer window a 7 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to give them a 7 out of 10 as well. Um, I think Callum Wilson is a, a half-decent striker. Um, you know, they struggled a lot with Jolinton. Uh, the Jolinton experiment didn't work, so they decided to go back to the basics and bring an actually experienced um, mid-table centre-forward like Wilson. Um you know, who's slightly different from, you know, the typical Newcastle United signings of being big target men. Um, I think he gives them a different dynamic. Um, Jamal Lewis was wanted by Liverpool, but he was a backup. So I'm sending him for 16.5 million. I think he's a good signing. Um, Last season, they relied a lot on um, this guy, this Frankfurt, that guy, Ajetro Williams. Um, yeah. But they were unable to bring them on a permanent basis. So, Lewis fills those boots well. Um, Ryan Fraser on a freeze, good business. Um, last season, he had a bad season because he was obviously being distracted by these um, moves away from the club. But I think if, if he's given time, he's going to be a good for them. Um, Jeff Hendrick as well. Um, I've spoken about how Burnley already are missing him and I think he's a good signing too. Cool on, on a free. So for this incomings, I'm going to give them a 9 out of 10. But um, they were still unable to address the back. Um, they wanted Rob Holding on loan. They couldn't get him because Ateta decided to keep him at Arsenal. Mm. Um, I don't think they've really sorted the their centre backs problem well, so um, I'd have given them a ten out of ten, but I'm going to give them a nine out of ten. Um, they were incredibly lucky last season because um, you know they were bottom of the league for XPs, XGs, and expected goals against, but they were just scrapping wins and getting away with it. Mm. So I think these um, new players will help improve that side of things. I know they are, they, are, they are still going to be incredibly lucky, but I think um, these new signings give them a different um, you know, dynamic to keep them up like last season and keep them mid-table. So I'll give their window a 9 out of 10. Yeah, and um, let's, let's go to a side which they might be, be struggling to stay up this season uh, based on... Yeah the start of the season, it's Sheffield United. Uh, yeah. They managed to get Ryan Brewster, as we said earlier, yeah. from Liverpool. They got yeah. Ramsdale from Bournemouth for 21 million mm-hmm. euros. 
they got mm-hmm. Dan Burke for from mm-hmm. West Brom for six point five, mm-hmm. and they got mm-hmm. the two fullbacks from Derby County for mm-hmm. both of them for three point eight five million each, and they managed mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. Ampadu on loan. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They're transferring to a seven out of ten. Um, I'm going to give the window a six out of ten. Um, you know. Chris Wilder has already shown what he can do, but to be fair, he doesn't have the funds to bring the players that he wants. I think if he moves to an, a team like with the resources or the recruitment team of someone like Anaston Peel, I think he can he can really do really well with them. Uh, but, um, you know, um, the fact that they were able to bring two goalkeepers in one window, I think, made no sense to me. Um, they brought um, Foderingham from Rangers. Foderingham has had his disciplinary issues. Um, but for some reason, Wilder always seems to be that type of manager who gives um, players second chances. Ramsdale, in my opinion, is, is a massive downgrade from Dean Henderson. Um, I think he is having to fill a lot of big boots. Um, I understand that Bournemouth were on the back foot and they were open and they were carved apart a lot last season, but he was still statistically one of the worst defenders, goalkeepers in the league last season. Already this season, he is considered comically. So Ramsdale is not a goalkeeper I'm really a fan of personally, but um, the fact that he's an England and a 21 international, you know, um, the youth staff, the the coaching staff at St George's Park must be seeing something in him. So I'm going to give that signing a five out of ten. Um, Ampadu, I don't know why he's not started playing yet, but um, you know he didn't really stamp his his mark at Leipzig last season. But I still feel because Chelsea are seeing him as part of their future plans. Um, I think that Sheffield was a good move for him. Um, and the fact that they're usually defensively um, astute. Um, like I said last last um, week, last week, Sheffield have not been bad. They've just been unlucky. Um, yeah. Because it's not like they are getting ran over. At the Emirates, they gave us a tough game. So um, I think he's a good signing. Personally, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Um, this um, Walder has been relying a lot on McGoldbrick and McBurney up front, who, to be honest with you, are, are not the most clinical of strikers. Um, Rian Brewster offers that. He's torn apart um, underage football to shreds. Um, he already showed what he can do on loan at once. He hit 11 goals um, from January onwards, so he's a really good signing for them. Um, and, um, yeah, back from... Um, Richard back from was it West Brom I think yeah um, he's also a, a good signing so um, I'm going to give their window um, I give them a 5 out of 10 but no I'm actually going to give them a 7 out of 10 I think they've had a half decent window and you know everything they needed to address they've addressed so I don't think they are going to to struggle like people think they are I don't think they've just been unlucky mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and I, th- I think they'll, uh, they'll even out, uh, towards the end of the season. I've just seen they they have an, an XG against of 4.5 and they've considered six. Yeah. They've had an yeah. XG four. 
of 3.48 and they've Mm -hmm. got one so i think they've been extremely unlucky yeah they've been unlucky and like like i told you mcgoldbrick and mcbani are not the answer um they needed someone clinical and i think brewster is a really good signing for them a complete steal there is a reason liverpool have inserted a buyback clause in them because in it because um they see him as a player who if he does well for like two or three seasons in the prem they'll bring him back so i think he's a really good signing and i don't think they'll struggle at all like people assume they are um, yeah. due, because of that second season syndrome i don't think it's going to affect them Yeah definitely. Um let's move on to to another side with an exciting manager. Uh Southampton yeah. they managed yes. to bring in to bring in Ibrahima Diallo from from Brest yeah. Brest yeah for 15 yeah. million. They brought yeah. in a player on loan Kyle Walker Peters well he was on loan yeah. the season from Spurs for yeah. 13.3 million euros. They brought in mm. Mohamed Salisu from Valladolid for 12 million and mm-hmm. they managed to bring in Theo Walcott from yeah. Everton on loan and they managed to get rid of a lot of deadwood in, including yeah. Lamina, Wesley Hurt, mm-hmm. Buffal, Cedric, Carrillo mm-hmm. and Yoshida. Mm-hmm. So I'll mm-hmm. give the season a 6 mm-hmm. out of 10 since they haven't yet gotten mm-hmm. a backup to Danny Ings who is really good enough. Yeah um you know the the deadwood that they faced out I think they've done really good business I'm going to give facing out the deadwood a 9 out of 10 but bringing in players yes they've brought in a promising defender like Salisu um yeah. Kyle Walker Peters they've made it permanent to I think is which I think is good business um the fact that they 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 were priced out of of keeping um Hoiberg Hoy at the club i think was i think it's going to affect them so um for the fact that they were able to release him i'm going to give him 8 out of 10 uh, and the fact that they let him go on a relatively low fee i i i think his 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 value um deserves to be much higher than than what Southampton got for him because i think he's a good player for for this um team called Tottenham so um i'm going to give their window a uh, a 6 out of 10 yeah because yes they were able to face out the deadwood they brought some good players in uh, but the fact that they were they got um relatively low money for someone like Ahoyberg I mean the fact that you're strengthening a fellow Premier League rival I don't think that I think that was bad business so I'm going to give them a secret of them. Yeah and um I I think like with with their formation um mm-hmm. they might they, they might really suffer since Hoybia could really do everything but he was yeah he's he is kind of he's kind of like uh Thomas Partey but less offensive well he yeah. he does the the passing he does a bit of chance creation but he doesn't necessarily have to since mm. James Rodriguez is next to him i think uh he'll, yeah. he'll be a real loss but but Ibrahim uh, Diallo will really do well with the defensive side but not mm-hmm. with the offensive side yeah. we have to see with James the offensive Rose side yeah having to true, do true, a true. lot more creati- creativity Yeah and the fact that they've shifted now to a, a two man strike force with 
Ings and Che Adams together, um, she goes to show you that they lack that sort of creative player. So they're having to 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 use two strikers to try and like um create chances and press the opposition out. And you know, we've we've seen what for Fortu can do. Um last season um Richarlison and DCL caused problems. Um I think that will be Southampton this year. Um that's why I'm giving them a six out of ten because the creative side of things need work and the fact that they got relatively low money for a player of Hoiberg's qualities. Yeah, it's 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 really sad. Um yeah. we can move on to the side which which Hoiberg moved to, uh Tottenham mm-hmm. Hotspurs, who yeah. got uh Carlos Vinicius on loan with an option to buy. Uh, they yeah. completed the deal for for Lo Celso for 32 million. They mm-hmm. got Reguilón mm-hmm. for 30 million from Real Madrid, but of course there's a mm-hmm. buyback clause. Mm-hmm. They managed to get mm-hmm. Doherty for 16 million from Wolves, who, despite mm-hmm. being 28, mm-hmm. this is his first career transfer, which really shocked mm-hmm. me. They mm-hmm. got uh, Hoybiag obviously for 16.6 mm-hmm. million euros from Southampton. They got mm-hmm. to heart for free, and their superstar signing was Gareth Bale on loan, and and also yeah. they managed to to get rid of uh, well, not really get get rid of. They sent uh, Ryan Sessegnon and Oliver's keep on loan so that they may get yeah. some time. And I'll give the yeah. transfer window a nine out of ten. Um. Yeah, personally, I would have given them a ten out of ten. Uh, but I'm going to give them a nine out of ten. Um, I think Doherty um is a good signing. Uh, Doherty personally, Doherty is unproven in a back four, so um he's going to need time to adapt to the new system. But I think he has the experience in him to get over it. Um, and the fact that he can use both very well, he can play left back as well. I think that's a very good signing. Um, someone to compete with Orie. So I'm going to give that signing a nine out of ten. Um, Regulon was one of the most sought-after left backs. Um, during this um summer transfer window, after having a good season with Valencia, and he's now part of the Spanish setup. That's a cool ten out of ten. Um, Carlos Vinicius. I think he's a striker, right? No. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah I think he's a striker, I'm a, but I think he can play across the front three. I don't know, but yeah, but I think he's 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 going to be a good good backup option for Hurricane. Um, and the fact that you know he's got Troy Parrot on loan, who wants his back, I think they're going to compete very well. Um, Joe Hart, I'm going to give it a seven out of ten uh, because partly because he's finished at the top level. We know that yeah. um, he was a Burnley bench warmer, but you know I think what he offers is that sort of experience, that leadership. Um, I think he still has it in him, so he's a good backup option to Laurie and he his experience. You know you wouldn't ask for a better backup option than Hart. Um, Hoiberg, I've already given you my opinions on him. Um, he was a coup. Um, a 10 out of 10. Um, we've already seen what he can do. Um, he can even play half-back. He was playing half-back against Man United in possession. Um, yeah. you know, Mourinho has used him in all games. I think he's a typical Mourinho type of central midfielder. Um, reminds me a lot of Cambiaso. You remember Cambiaso when he was at Inter? 
Yeah. Um, I think I think that is that is that is how Mourinho is kind of like using Hoiberg right now. Um, um, so I think Spurs have really had a really, 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 really fantastic window. Um, I really want to give them a 10 out of 10, but I just can't. I think they've had <laughs> the best window of any Premier League side. So, um, yeah, they've, they've, I think they've addressed what they needed to address. Um, Gareth Bale is, of course, a good signing. Um, yeah. You know, um, people were arguing about how like, he's gone back to Spurs to appease the fans and you know, sell shirts, generate extra income. But you know, Bale was being wasted at Madrid. I think he needed that bit of fresh air and he's come back to a stronger Spurs side. Um, we've already seen the link-up play between Kane and Son, which is really exciting even for us FPL owners. Yeah. Um, we can only wait and see what will happen if you add someone like a Bale to the mix. I think it's going to be an exciting... I think, personally, that's a really, really strong attack. But in my opinion, it's when they all fit, it's the best attack in the Prem. Um because you've got someone who can hold the ball well in Kane. Um, you know, he has good passing range. He's very technical for a big guy. Um, Son, um, he's top scorer in the league with six goals already alongside DCL, I think. Um, yeah. We've already seen what he can do. Um, add Hurricane to the mix. I know he's not the player that he once was, but I think he still has something in him. Um, so they've, they've really backed it up. They have the depth to compete for both top four and Europa League. So, yeah, I'm going to give them a, a nine out of ten. Yeah. Um, let's, let's move on to from a side which had perhaps its best transfer window for a while to a team which, to be honest, I have mm-hmm. no idea what they'll do what they'll do in, in the future, how, they, how they'll survive with this mm-hmm. squad. Uh, West Brom, they, yeah. they had two really yeah. good signings with Diangana for 13.5 million yeah. from West Ham and yeah. Martin Pereira from Sporting for yeah. 9.1 million. They also managed to bring in uh, Karaga yeah. from Chelsea and Ivanovic, the, yeah. Russian, the Serbian dinosaur, for, for a free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rate the answer window as a 4 out of 10. Yeah, I don't know what their transfer committee is doing because if you have ambitions of staying up when you get promoted, this is not how you spend. Yes, I know Matthews Pereira, they've made it permanent from sporting, which is Mm. good business because he was integral to their promotion. That's 10 out of 10. Cedric Kipre um, from Wigan, um, I think he needs time. I think he's a good ball-playing defender um, because I've seen his clips a lot. I've played with him on FM. I think he's a good defender. Um, I'm going to give them a, him a 7 out of 10 because he needs time. Diangana, um, I think he's a coup. Um, for a player of his qualities, I think 18 million was very cheap business, um, making it permanent from you know West Ham and the fact that even the likes of of um, Jack Wilshire when he was still there and McNoble were complaining about it. So it's a good business. I'm giving it 9 out of 10. Um, Barton from Brighton, I'm not going to read that signing because he's swapped one bench for another. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Robinson, this striker? What's his first name? I don't remember his yeah, first it, name. It's, it's, it's Callum Robinson. Oops. Yeah, Callum Robinson. For Callum an, Robinson, I think. A disclosed fee. For? For an undisclosed fee, I think he's 
he's a half decent good striker um i think he's he's going to be the um, last year's version of of muse you remember how muse tricked every every <laughs> fpl manager into signing him at some point he's going to be like that because i've seen he's scored again his only big sides and it's yeah. luck he's he scored two against um this team named chelsea, chelsea. and he scored another one against which team was it there was another team he he scored was it your team ama which team was it no against us it was diangana and 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 pereira yeah so i think he's going to be that type of player who briefly deceives every manager into buying him but he's not going to be the answer i don't think he's the striker to keep him up so i'm going to give that a 4 out of 10 ivanovic why are you bringing a, a pastit guy who isn't even going to play he's constantly on the bench bad business i'm going to give it a 1 out of 10 mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah yeah i don't i don't think these are signings you make when you want to stay up so i'm going to give the window a 3 out of 10 yeah and uh speaking of a club with weird signings we are we are going to to move on to west ham West Ham yeah. they managed to complete the signing of Suchek uh, who I think yeah. he was on loan last season for yeah. 15 million from Slavia Prague mm-hmm. and they also yeah. picked an, another player from Slavia Prague his name is Kufal I I don't know how to pronounce it uh for 6 million yeah. and they managed to mm-hmm. get Craig Dawson on loan which to be honest I don't understand yeah. why and on the out they 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 gave uh Felipe Anderson to Porto on loan uh Diangana yeah. who we touched on earlier for 13.5 million Ajeti yeah. to Celtic for 5.5 million which was really yeah. disappointing and Jack Wilshere yeah. was released and I would rate the transfer window as a 4 out of 10 since yeah uh, i'm going to rate their their windows a 4 out of 10 because yes they've managed to get out some players who aren't helping like Jack Wilshire you can understand why he was too injury prone you know yeah. um i'm sorry it's worked out i really love Jack Wilshire a lot a lot but his injuries has have wasted him um and i think he needs to retire at this point because it's sad what has happened to a player of his quality Um Sushek I think signing him on a permanent basis is good business. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 because he he helped them a lot um avoid relegation last season by scoring three goals. He's already shown what he can do this season. That's a 10 out of 10. But Dawson signing someone like Dawson, I don't know why they were signing Dawson on loan. I I think it's because they were looking for the likes of Callum Chambers but they didn't get him. Yeah. So um they decided to bring someone to just try and like fill the gap. um of a defender that was needed so it's bad business i'm going to give it a 2 out of 10 um overall i'm going to give the window a 4 out of 10 as well because um i think um this david guys this combination i, I don't think they are you know the, the way they are managing that club yes i understand they are spending money you want mm. they want what's best for the team but there isn't enough um footballing decision makers on that board um yeah. the fact that they can afford to even keep david moyes on the job when he's clearly not the manager that he wants was makes it even worse so west ham are just there you know they're just there you know they are they are just there do they are there you know so i'm going to give them a 4 out of 
Um, I, I, I have nothing to say on West Ham. Okay, um, and I think I just saw this yesterday that um, Said Benrama, who they, they mm-hmm. were supposed to bring in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Yeah. Like the deal is supposed um, to fall through today. Yeah, it's it's supposed to to go through today, by the way. But you know, I've I've seen um, that Benrama has fallen out with his club. I don't know if 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 it's actually going to happen. But if it if it happens, I'm going to give their window a. a if it actually happens, I'm actually going to give their window a six out of ten. You know why? Because I think Bowen, um, Ben Rama, and Anthony Aftop, I think that's actually a really good attack force, you know, because yeah. Antonio has improved. Bowen we, is, is starting to settle into, into the Premier League well. And Ben Rahma, I think, is a really good, 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 good player. I don't know why he's still playing in the Championship when he should be playing in the Premier League. So we'll only wait and see. So if, if that happens, I'm going to give them a 6 out of 10 because um, they still have issues they have to address. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. And I also think that uh, if they play like that front three with Fornals just behind it creating, I think they could mm-hmm. really trouble a, yeah, a lot of yeah, teams, yeah. especially on the counter-attack. Yeah, and you know, their midfield is actually really strong. I, I spoke about how Sushek and and Rice gave us problems the day we played against them. Um, the Very athletic um six and eight and they have for Nals, someone who can drift between the lines. I think he's a really good signing by the way. Yeah, so their defense still needs work and that's why I'm saying signing someone like Dawson made no sense at all to me. That's why I'm telling you um, their window, I'm giving it a four out of ten but a six out of ten is Ben Rahma actually happens because he's a really good player. Yeah, um, we can go to the final team. The Portugal yeah. national team, of course, uh, will. Yeah. <laughs> they they signed Fabio Silva for forty million from Porto. Um, yeah. They signed Nelson Semedo for thirty million euros from Barcelona. Uh, yeah. Kiana Hova for from Liverpool, who we touched on earlier. Yeah. Marcel from mm-hmm. Lyon for two million. Uh, Ait Nuri mm-hmm. for uh, for a loan from Angers and Vitinha on loan from Porto. And uh, we we touched on the outgoings, the major outgoings, apart from Ruben Vinagre on loan to Olympiacos and Morgan yeah. Gibbs White on loan to Swansea, which will really help with his development. And I've given the yeah. transfer window a 9 out of 10. Yeah, personally, I think I'm also going to give them a 9 out of 10 because Fabio Silva... Um, He's an FM legend. I think he's a natural bone scorer. And, you know, if he's given time, um, we are going to see what he can do. But I think signing him for 40 million pounds for someone untested is, mm-hmm. you know, it's a risk because you never know what could happen with, with an inexperienced guy. So I'm going to give it a, a 7 out of 10. For, um, Yes, the player himself, I'm going to give him a 9 out of 10. But because he's untested, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Um, Makal for 2.5 million pounds, I think is good business. Um, he's a really good left back. Um, yeah, Kijana Hoover, I think, is one for the future. Nelson Semedo, um, this is a player 
um, Bartholomew was saying was unsellable only like three, four weeks ago, and he's already a, a, um, um, a Wolves player. I think he's a good player for a mid-table side. I think Barcelona was too big a step for him, yeah. um, given the fact that he, he had an, a Champions League quarterfinal to forget against and for Alfonso Davis. It's, it's unforgettable how he was, he was dragged around like a little rat. You know, it's, it's unforgettable. I can't get out image out of my head. Um, yeah, they, they sold Matt Doherty. Uh, yeah. For, but I think Semedo is more than a capable replacement. Uh, you know they've managed to keep the players that they've kept, the likes of Neves, um, the likes of Martino. So they're, they're going to continue being a threat like they always are. So I'm going to give their window a nine out of ten because they actually mean business what they are doing. Um, but I think the team that has had the best window has been Spurs, but they've also had a good window. So I'm going to give them a nine out of ten. Yeah, definitely. And I think yeah. that this this Wolves team, um, like even how they're managed, it reminds me of the Portugal game against France. Like, yeah, defensively, um, they're, they're astute in defense. Then yeah. on the counter, they're extremely dangerous with, with a lot of good young players yeah, yeah, who can yeah. pick out a pass and who can finish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also, also, um, I think it was good business from a Wolverhampton perspective um, when they sold him to Jota for forty-five million pounds. I yeah. think it's really good business for them. Um, they remind me a lot of Leicester in the way they conduct their business. Outgoings, they ensure they sell very well. Uh, Daniel Podence is a capable um, replacement, and and Fabio Silva as well. So I don't think they're going to miss him at all. And the fact that they been able to keep the likes of Adama Traore. I think they're, 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 they're going to continue being wolves, you know? Um, yeah. Teams that can frustrate you if you're not careful against them. So, um, I'm giving them an 9 out of 10. Yeah. Um, so, uh, thank you so much for, for coming on, Mark. Uh, we Yeah, thank, yeah. For, thank you. For your journalistic uh, view on the transfers. Yeah. And guys, uh, please do not forget, he has a YouTube channel called Touchline Maniacs. Uh, you can check up on it on, on YouTube. I'll put a link in the, in the description in whatever you'll find there. And mm. guys, do not forget to, yeah. to share, to follow on whichever platform you're, you're listening on. Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, Radio Republic. And we'll be back with Mark next week, hopefully, uh, to cover the yeah. first weekend, the first weekend matches after the international break. Yeah, thank you, guys, and see you next time. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel because um, some of these clips are sent over to the channel where you can see more. So thank you guys. Um, I hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah.